come in this amazing intelligent man and i'm already knee deep in all of these questions and the interview hasn't even started i will get to that interview but you don't want to miss out it is coming up and i will just say this you know with um We'll think about how we're going to solve, how we're going to solve problems of food, of insecurity, of lack of water. Da, 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 da. Something that uh, we're dipping our toe in is the use of tech. Now, if you are a techpreneur, if you have a startup, if you have uh, whatever business, but you need highly, highly skilled talent from across the globe, well, then you need to head to theroom.com. There you can find rigorously vetted and trained freelance software engineers, cloud developers, financial data analysts, and administrative talent. Vetted for you, custom to you, and working for you. Theroom.com, I'll tell you more about them in just a little bit but believe me this interview is gonna be let's just say i'm gonna learn a lot you're gonna learn a lot because why every day's a learning here right learning day at 98.4 capital fm capital fm Now, let me tell you this. The person I have sitting opposite me is a representative from something that you use every single day. I use it about 15 times in an hour. And it was just, it was registered as a domain 25 years ago. That's right. I'm talking about Google.com. That is crazy to me. Good morning to you, uh, Mr. Murito or Charles. Can I call you Charles? Absolutely. Thank Please you so much. <laughs> Head of Government Affairs and Public Policy in Sub-Saharan Africa at Google. How long have you been at Google? Just over eight, going on nine years now. Some A little bird told me that you used to work here. Is that actually true does capital fm lead to google because then i'm in i'm ready absolutely i used to host the world groove show on saturday nights at <laughs> capital fm no way 8.4 well there you go welcome home charles tell me what it's like to work at google it's an absolute privilege at google one of the key things that we do is we try and focus on really doing more for human beings right and what i mean by that is that over the next currently actually let me sort of start from the macro side there's about 300 million people online africans online um we're going to see another 200 million coming online over the next decade or so is that on the continent or is that the diaspora as well no 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 on the continent Jeez. right and and so what what's critical about that is that uh, as you know africa has the largest youth population and what that means is that we need to start creating opportunities for that youth. And the digital transformation is going to be absolutely critical to drive economic growth. And that really is what Google is about. How do we leverage digital transformation to create more opportunities for Africans across the continent? Um, and that means they don't need to work right here on the continent in terms of jobs that are here, but they can service the world from right here. Right. And, and so that's why at Google, we've announced last year that we're going to invest a billion dollars over the next five years in Africa, um, looking at things such as access, such as supporting nonprofit organizations. Uh, how do we invest in startups and building that ecosystem? Because uh, I, I know before we went on air, we we're touching on the point around um, skills. Right. So those are some of the things that we do at Google. And for me, even nine years feels like just yesterday because it's consistently evolving. Uh, you're always doing new things, always new challenges. And the best part is also here in Africa, sorry, here in Kenya, we've been here for 15 years. So 
We've been here for a while. That is trippy to me, but I have no concept of time. You are doing amazing things, and I will touch. We'll talk, we'll talk about your uh, partnership with Twiga Foods because that is just blown my mind. But I will say this: doing so much in Kenya. Why? Why? Why are you setting up the cloud service center in South Africa instead of here? You. For starters, <laughs> yes. Um, the way we think about it is that Africa is a singular market for us, right? And I know people keep saying Africa is not a country. Yeah. For me, it is, right? Because we're one people, right? I, I won't go to the political side of things, right? But Please don't. Historically, <laughs> we are one people. And the way we think about it is we look at demand. We look at where do we um, want to set up different things. Um, because for me personally, in my current role, as the head of government affairs and public policy, one of the key things I'm working on across the continent, whether it's with the AU or with different governments, is to ensure we leverage that larger trade block that Africa brings to the table. So to that end, in Nairobi, we're setting up the first African product development center <gasps> no here way. in Nairobi, right? So we announced that. In Ghana, we have the first AI research center that's set up in Accra. So setting up uh, a cloud region in South Africa really just means that it's building on that work that we're saying we need to do more good work on the continent. And uh, to that point, we also do have interconnects right here in Nairobi as well as Lagos, which will help onboard um, companies who want to use Google Cloud to really have a direct line to their cloud center in South Africa. I Hopefully mean, Hopefully that makes you feel better. No, of course. You are spreading the love. You are spreading the love. I was just I was just seeing if there was a little bit of cause to be found, but that's fine. <laughs> it is a loved up day today. So, so, Charles, tell me about working with government. That must be an absolute headache. Is it a case, so this is my perspective, is it a case of a lot of old guys, i.e. the older generation going... This is not this is not the future. This is not a thing. And you have to actually sit there and be like, listen, let me just break it down. What's it like? It's actually great. Look, around the world, you cannot avoid working with the government, right? We need to work with government because government creates an enabling environment for all businesses to work. And that's the important thing. And the great thing is that as Google, we've been partnering with government since before we even set up here on the continent. And we've worked, whether it's on the subsea cable investments that we did before um, 2007 when we set up our first um, Google office uh, in Kenya, in, uh, in Africa, it was here in Kenya, um, or working more recently with, for instance, in the last few months, we signed an MOU with the Africa Union um, to develop certain things, including a startup bill um, that we're going to see how it's adopted across um, the African member states, the AU member states. So the way I look at it is that government really creates that enabling environment. You have really forward-looking um, 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 ministers and technocrats um, who we work very closely with. Um, and when you look at things that we've done, whether it's Google Ads and Culture or even the cloud region that we're setting up, we need to ensure that the right policies are there and those policies really help accelerate the growth of digital transformation. Every day is a learning day right here at 98.4 Capital FM. Charles Maruto, Head of Government Affairs and Public Policy in Sub-Saharan Africa at Google. Get your questions coming in 0701-984-984 and we will grill him or rather I'll grill him for you. Capital FM. 
he's one of those guys. He's one of those guys. You know him. You know those types who are who are charming, who are intelligent, who are good at what they do. Oh God. It is Charles Maruto, head of government affairs and public policy in sub Saharan Africa at Google. Wangui is <laughs> Wangui has one of our listeners, she messaged in and she says, Listening to Charles is just bay. He has a very soulful voice. We learn and then we're also soothed. So there you go, Charles. Learning and soothing us all at the same time. We love to learn and be soothed. Charles, I have to say this. When I we, we, we do like to try and keep people safe, keep people informed here at Capital FM. You know that. You used to work here. I do. Now, when we, you know, we, we're aware of the drought in the north. We're aware of, we're aware of the, um, the struggle to afford food in our capital, Absolutely. down our street. Yeah. When I read about Google's partnership with Twiga Foods, I was so excited. Please tell us what is happening and when. Twiga Foods is one of those companies that really excite me because um, food security is something that's very close to my heart. And as you know, technology in itself is not the end. Technology is a means to an end and it should be utilized to solve day-to-day challenges. And that's exactly what Twiga Foods is doing. Um, So um, what what Twiga does is that they're looking always to connect the suppliers, i.e. the farmers, um, to the consumers and making sure that you're reducing food wastage um, as well as reducing the cost of food at the end of the day. And what we at Google have been working uh, with them is that we've been helping them connect over a thousand farmers um, here in Kenya, um, 140,000 people who sell vendors. Um, so Mama those are Boga. small businesses. Exactly, Mamambogas. Um, across 12, 12 cities here um, in Kenya. And Twiga is using Google Cloud um, and we have a fleet routing uh, solution which enables them to really connect and deliver um, that food from point A to point B um, and really does about 12,000 orders um, per day to customers before one o'clock in the afternoon. And that really is what, when we talk about launching a cloud region in Africa, right, that is actually what it means in a real basis, right? It's really about how do you leverage technology how do you leverage google's clouds um, capabilities to solve day-to-day issues that are there for everyday africans that's what's powerful well we know we we come from a very very progressive country with brilliant tech minds google huge company Twiga Foods, huge company. What about the little companies, the SMEs? How do they get hold of you and say, look, this is what we're doing. Come on board. Let's make it work. So for starters, I know Twiga is now big, but Twiga started off as a startup a couple of years back. And and Twiga was part of the Google Launchpad Accelerator program when they were literally in its infancy. And that's something that we do consistently. We do have the Google Launchpad Accelerator program uh, where we've um, graduated um, over 80 startups. Uh, we currently have the Black Founders Fund. Um, just recently, in the last few uh, weeks, we announced the new cohort of Black Founders Fund, 60 startups um, who get equity-free funding uh, to enable them continue to grow. But as part of that equity-free funding, we also give them Google um, technology through cloud, as well as um, creating an, an, uh, an environment of the class one of Black Founders Fund who help mentor 
the second class. Um, but then it also creates this cohort of people who can really coordinate and collaborate to learn from each other. And they're from all countries around Africa. So it's not just Kenya. It, these are Africa-based um, companies. So is it's, are you telling me it's just a case of signing up to the mailing list at google.com? Like, how do we, how do we get onto the these programs? So I'll give you two uh, very simple examples. On uh, Launchpad, uh, we always make the announcement before the Launchpad class starts and people can apply for that. Uh, Black Founders Fund, um, just earlier this year, around May, we made an open call um, and people applied. We got over 5,000 applications uh, from uh, from the continent, from different countries uh, across Africa. Um, 60 of those got uh, different grants ranging from um, in essence, $50,000 to $100,000 um, and actually $200,000. And so it's really about keeping an eye on our social handles um, at Google Africa on Twitter, um, looking at our website. And really, all these announcements are equal opportunity. You do not need to know someone who works at Google <laughs> to qualify to get in. Um, it's really critical to just get online, look at what um, opportunities we have and then apply for it and get in. Are we, are we, is this the same thing as the $50 million Africa Investment Fund or is that now completely different? That's different. Um, so as part of the $1 billion investment that we announced last year, that's going to be over the next five years is a $50 million Africa investment fund. So this is $50 million which was carved out to invest as you would a VC. And again, this is because it's informed by the fact that we've seen there's a lack of enough capital flowing into the continent for different uh, organizations. Uh, so on the $50 million Africa investment fund, we're looking at equity-based investments as you would any VC. And so far, we've um, invested in a couple of uh, companies, uh, startups here in, in Africa, Safe Border, which started off uh, in, in, in um, Uganda. Uh, we've invested in Lorry Systems here in Kenya, as well as Carry First. And we're continuing to look at um, other companies to invest in as part of that particular fund. Charles Morito, Head of Government Affairs and Public Policy in Sub-Saharan Africa at Google. If you have any questions for him, 0701-984-984. He's not a simple mind. Capital FM. 98.4 Capital FM, your best mix of music. We are talking all things brilliant in the tech space. And of course, I mean, Google is an absolute leader of industry, 100%. But I will say this, don't look any further than theroom.com if you are looking for brilliant, brilliant stuff. Because he, the biggest hassle is getting the right talent, the right employees who can deliver a good job. There's nothing worse, that feeling of like, I should, if you want something done, right, just do it yourself. But you don't have the time to do it yourself. So if you are in the tech space or you own a company in the tech world, head to theroom.com to get your cloud developers, your data analysts, your full stack web developers, all of those things. Now, uh, I will just ask you this, sir. Charles, do you know theroom.com or am I just talking nonsense? I know the room.com. I was uh, one of the founding members of the room.com. Stop it. I was. No, you weren't. That is, that is serendipity. That's, and I actually did, we did not plan this. That is, so, wait, you're not, you're not actually, you're not actually making me talk about the room when you're in the room, are you? You are. I am in the room. This guy's super smart. <laughs> <laughs> is it as good as we say it is? 
that it's a great opportunity. And I think um, what I love about the room is the notion, uh, again, building up on creating jobs. Um, the, the, we have really talented youth across Africa. And what's important is really creating that uh, sort of connected tissue of where's the opportunity, where's the talent, and how do you ensure that uh, we're enabling more people to actually work. And also not just being like, all right, there's your job, there's your computer screen, do it. It's about growing, uh, it's about development of brains, of professional skills, and of opportunities. Absolutely, and mentorship is absolutely critical. It's a key part of that. I'm really good at Microsoft Word. Um, Can you be my mentor? No, but I can definitely help you in Google Sheets. Have you tried that? <laughs> Dude, I'm so good at Google Sheets, but I have to use Word with Farid because I swear it's a generational thing. Listen, he can't I, use it. where's Farid today, first he of all? He doesn't was, even understand. I was looking forward to seeing him. I, oh. I, I used to work with Farid a long time ago when I was at MTV and... I was looking forward to reconnecting with him. And you survived to tell the tale. That's very impressive. I would have taught him about Google Sheets. Let me tell you, do you know how difficult it is? I had to sit my mum down and explain to her that Google Drive is the most amazing thing because anyone can work on it anywhere on any machine and you can see the work being done. It was just mind-blowing to her. Saved immediately to the cloud. And we will be talking more to Charles Maruto, Head of Government Affairs and Public Policy in Sub-Saharan Africa at Google. My mum's just messaged me. We've started a fight in our household. She wrote, Davina, stop it. I love Google Sheets now. I know, mum, I know. Charles, don't start causing, okay? I, I live on Google Drive because I'll tell you why. As a producer of TV and film and, and like a scriptwriter, I need to be able to go into all of the changes in the document and be like, by the way, by the way, boss, at 8.24 p.m., you changed this. It was not me. Don't, you don't need to. You don't need to tell me about how great Google Sheets are and the, how great Google Drive is. The only thing I need to make sure that you start using is Google Photos. It's just I don't really want to remember my Saturday nights. I, I just. They can't be that bad. Well, Charles. I, I mean, we'll talk off air. Charles, <laughs> what do you, as um, you say, you were you were an average student, but that school was not that big a deal and it isn't that big a deal you've made it as nine years at google head of government affairs and public policy in sub-saharan africa of course google has changed the way we live it's part of the dictionary it's part of our everyday lives what do you see for the future i think sustainability is something that we must really think through um, how we are um one thinking about sustainability from a climate perspective. Please. Um, and, and at Google, we're doing a couple of things around that. So, for instance, uh, we're chatting about the um, cloud region that we're launching in, in South Africa. Uh, one of our main ethos is to actually operate um, the most cleanest cloud regions uh, and data centers around the world. And it's something that is core. And really, uh, we've also been investing heavily on sustainability, uh, whether it's uh, uh, on, on renewable energies. For instance, we have Jospers um, Solar Park in South Africa, where we've invested and many others across the world. Um, so that's an area that we really care about. Um, so sustainability from a cloud perspective. Um, but we also think uh, from a uh, climate perspective, but we also think about sustainability 
um, from the other ESG goals, so economic. Um, so how do we ensure that we are helping governments um, drive digital transformation and uh, really that's create, uh, critical, create jobs for the youth um, and ensure that people can be able to earn a living and a living in dignity. Um, and then last but not least, but related to that, is digital skills. How do we ensure that we're empowering the youth uh, to take the jobs of the future. Um, last year, we did a really strong piece of research that looked at how many developers are there in Africa. And the number is 720,000 developers certified. What's powerful about that is that 38% of them are doing jobs from Africa for companies outside Africa. Mm. So when you think about the future and sustainability, is really that's the future of work. How do people earn a living from wherever they are as long as you have the internet as long as you have um, the literacy and the skills you can do a job from Trukana for a company in the UK Ruth in uh, Norway has said our project docs are purely Google based so there you go you have fans around the world 19.4 capital FM so uh, Charles thank you so much for coming home coming back to thank capital you, and uh thank you so much for partnering with twiga foods i'm so excited to to be watching and seeing what you do in terms of uh, food security climate change all of those developmental goals i'm so excited thank you so much charles and come back soon i will invite you, me back you better at any time capital fm